The Saints lose again. They are three and seven. This team is in shambles. And I think the head coach has to be fired as soon as possible. We're talking about all that right here on the Straight Up Saints podcast. You're listening to the Straight Up Saints podcast. As always, guys, welcome back inside the Straight Up Saints podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. And look, the Saints aren't going to win, but that doesn't mean you guys can't win if you guys use the promo code BOOT with your free bets. $5 can win up to $150 in free bets if you win. Again, Saints aren't going to win games. You might as well win some money while you're at it. So let's get into this thing, guys. They are 3-7, and seven, and I- I'm-, I'm serious. I- I've reached the point where it's enough's enough. Like I-, I know I've vented on the podcast, and I've said for the last couple weeks I think the Saints should fire Dennis Allen at the end of the season. Now I, I have no problem just tweeting about it, and I know some people are going to think that's rash. Some people might say it's unprofessional because whatever, because of a damn blue check. I don't give a shit. He should be fired. I- enough is enough of the constant bad habits that this team has. They're undisciplined. A lot of penalties today. In fact, let's pull it up right now just to be accurate about the penalties that really plagued this team, okay? This Saints team today, with the way that they played, penalty-wise, you're not going to win that game. You're just not. Pulling it up, they had, what was it, 10 penalties for 74 yards. You're not going to win that way. You're not going to win when you miss tackles. But I remember a month and a half ago, Dennis Allen said they worked on tackles. That was bullshit. They haven't worked on anything. They haven't gotten better at anything. And what really bothers me, and I think is the sign of the fact that he's just not a good head coach, they play the Raiders, they blow out the Raiders, they look good. And the last two weeks, they went right back to everything that plagued them in the beginning of the season. No consistency, which goes back to his Raiders days. 4-12, and 4-12, and 0-4, oh and, and then the Raiders finally said, get the fuck out of here. But that took them too long, and I don't want the Saints to make the same mistake the Raiders did. The Raiders let Dennis Allen hang around for a couple of years before they finally said, hey... He's just not a good head coach. And I do not want to see the Saints have Dennis Allen as their head coach next year. They want to play out the rest of the season with Dennis Allen. I'm not going to say I allow it as if I'm in charge of this decision. I have no say here. I would live with it. Rest of the season is seven more games. I could get through seven more games of this bullshit. But if he comes back next year as the head coach and they try to sell you that injuries, that's the reason why they're losing. It's not why they're losing games, guys. That's not why. In critical situations, this team messes up. Just like in critical situations under Sean Payton, this team would make the the winning plays. They make the losing plays under Dennis Allen because that is Dennis Allen's MO as a head coach. Doesn't mean he's a bad guy, but as a head coach, he is a loser. How do I know this? Well, like I said, 4-12, and 4-12, 0-4, 3-7. That's terrible. It's just all bad with him. 11 wins in your fourth season as a head coach. Like I said, you have minority coaches who get hired. They have one bad season. They get kicked to the curb. This guy's had his fourth chance now at this thing, and it's not working. And I look at this team. It's not just him. It's not just him. I know today I'm going to see the live chat, and I'll try and go through a lot of comments. Obviously, it's going to be tough because a lot of them, but you know, we'll get through them. Hopefully, we get some super chats. We'll get those up first if they're there. I think that Pete Carmichael has a big hand in this too because every time the Saints had a critical down on offense – they ran some of the dumbest shit I've seen in my life. I think about that important fourth and one that they needed to get, a, to get that first down. Well, the QB sneak with Andy Dalton, that gets stuffed. And you might say, well, the QB sneak's been reliable. That has not been a reliable play for the Saints since Drew Brees left. And you need one yard. What the hell is Taysom Hill there for? Not going to use him per usual because they got stuffed in the run game early today. And then they decided it's just not going to work. So let's get rid of it, which has been the problem the last two weeks. 
or late in the game, you're trying to go down the field, they take a deep shot, not to Chris Olave, your wide receiver one, not to Rashid Shahid, the fastest wide receiver you have on this team, to Kevin fucking White. That's where the ball went when the game was on the line. And while I'm on the subject of the offense and how poorly their, their play designs are late in the game, which falls on Pete Carmichael, who, by the way, did not even want to be the OC. You remember before in the offseason when they said they were going to go a different direction and Pete Carmichael seemed okay with that? Well, they brought him back, which I thought was just dumb. He didn't want to be there. But let's get into another important issue, and this falls on the head coach more than anything. When Jameis Winston was injured and the Saints decided, let's go with Andy Dalton, they could have just said throughout the last month and a half of the season, well, Andy Dalton's starting and Jameis Winston's not healthy enough yet. Because guess what? If you read that awesome article that uh, Mike Triplett and Nick Underhill put out for New Orleans Football, you know that Jameis is still hurt. So you could have wrote that. Instead, he kind of threw Jameis under the bus and was like, well, Andy Dalton just gives us the better option, even though Jameis is healthy enough to play. Which, sure, is he healthy enough to play? Yeah, because these guys are warriors. But you could have just said, he's hurt, we're going with Andy. And you went with Andy because of this calming presence where there's nothing calm about watching Andy Dalton because he throws just as many, he has just as many turnovers as Jameis. You know, I, I look at the last couple of games, three turnovers, uh, three picks against the Cardinals. That was costly. The picks against the Ravens and just looked just discombobulated. That was costly. How about today? Two interceptions. You know, there's no point of playing a game manager if he can't manage the game. It makes no sense to me. That's on coaching. I don't know what else they have to watch from Andy Dalton at this point. He had a fine career in Cincinnati. I think he seems like a great dude. But the fact that I constantly have to say this to cover up for the fact that they're just not good football players is annoying. So I don't give a shit at this point. Andy Dalton should not be a starter in today's NFL. It was fun when it lasted in Cincinnati. If you're a Bengals fan, sure. Although now you're much happier with the quarterback you got. He should not be the starter for the Saints anymore. And I don't even know if they'll go back to Jameis because I'm sure deep down, Dennis Allen's ego is a little hit about what Jameis said earlier this week. Because, you know, C.J. Gardner-Johnson says a couple things about his contract and the Saints said, yeah, let's ship him the fuck out of here, which joke jokes on them because he has more interceptions than the Saints have as a team this year. More interceptions from one player who, who got traded before the season started so didn't have much time to learn that system and move to safety He's got more turnovers than the Saints defense has combined. And it just doesn't end there. It doesn't end there. You know, I look around on this team. Kenny Pickett, in five games leading into this one, eight interceptions. He had zero interceptions today. And the only time it looked like he was going to throw a pick, Alante Taylor got called for PI anyway. So even if he caught the interception, it would have came back. It didn't matter. His defense, I know the pass rush stepped up today. They made a couple plays when it matters. I'm not, I'm not blaming this loss on the defense, by the way. But... You got gashed in the run game, gave up over 200 yards rushing. You don't force turnovers. The, the front seven, I think, did their thing, which was impressive because no Davenport, no Pete Werner. I thought that was like a positive in this game. But the secondary is the same lame secondary has been all year without Lattimore. And honestly, at this point, I really don't even know if Lattimore should play the rest of the season. He's got a serious injury. You got seven games left. You're not going anywhere. I mean, Bruce Kidney, if I'm him, I'm taking all the time off. Heal that shit up because that's a, that's a very serious injury. So uh, this is just a mess right now. I don't know. Actually, I do know. I'll say this. The only way this season ends where you like you're, you live with the result is if it ends with Dennis Allen being fired. That's it. Nothing else. Because they're not going to win the division. I know some people said today, well, if they get healthier, they can make a run. The Bucs have five wins. The Saints have three wins. I don't see two more wins on this Saints schedule with the way they're playing right now. Do you think they're going to beat the Rams, even though the Rams stink? I don't. Because guess what? I could say the Rams stink. The Steelers had two wins before today. Two. And they were a better team than the Saints today. 
And that was with their freaking kicker missing field goals left and right. They were still a better team than them. So do you expect them to beat the Rams? No. Do you expect them to beat the 49ers? No. Do you expect them to beat the Bucs after that? I don't. Do you expect them to beat the Falcons? Honestly, right now, no. Do you expect them to beat the Browns in the road when they get to Sean Watson? I don't. Do you expect them to beat the Eagles? LOL. That's the game where we're going to get embarrassed on TV. Absolutely embarrassed. So they got two, maybe three more wins on this schedule. And I swear, if this team thinks 6-11 and 11 is enough to bring back Dennis Allen, unserious franchise. Unserious. Because... You give it up. You you understand that this year, the thought of being that 10-7 and seven wild card maybe steal the division type of team, that's off the table. Then this idea that the NFC South is bad and you could kind of do what the Seahawks did in 2010 in the NFC West, well, that's off the table. Because you are not even, honestly, let's call it what it is. You are the worst team in the NFC South as of today because the Falcons have more wins, the Bucks have more wins, and the Panthers are tied, and the Panthers have the head-to-head over the Saints. Embarrassing this team is embarrassing. So that's off the table. All I want to see now at this point is not ha- not having the same head coach next year. And I, I know I shouldn't be calling for people's jobs as if I'm, I'm, you know, my life's perfect. It's not. But the, the, the name of the game is to win football games. Dennis Allen loses football games at a very high clip. So enough's enough, man. Uh, no, no more injuries. No more, you know, it just didn't work out. This continuity bullshit. This team... Fucking sucks, and they have no energy, and that's because their head coach has no energy. He just sits on the sidelines, just sitting there like Inspector Clouseau from Pink Panther, just looking around for some stupid clues. There's no clues, buddy. Nothing's going to help you. You can't figure this shit out. And, and, I'm, and I really think at this point with the Saints, you better make sure you fire him because if you don't, not only does it look bad that he comes back, it looks bad on, on Mickey Loomis as well because I'm going to be fair. I've ripped Dennis Allen. I've ripped Pete Carmichael. And it seems like Mickey Loomis sometimes with me, and I'm, I'm assessing myself right now, gets off the hook a little bit. And he shouldn't be because they traded away Gardner Johnson when they shouldn't. They decided to let Marcus Williams go away and instead brought in Marcus May, who, by the way, didn't play today and I didn't spot a difference. So that's great to know that, you know, you paid a lot of money for Marcus May. And even when he's inactive, you can't tell if the defense changed much for better or worse. That's, that's not ideal. So that was a whiff. Tyron Matthew... That, that contract has not worked out so far. Jarvis Landry made some nice plays today. It was great to see him out there. That was a one-year deal. Not going to complain about that. But you traded away a first-round pick that is going to be, at the minimum, a top-10 pick to the Eagles in a draft that you're going to need a quarterback. So that is fantastic. And if you think that they're going to just trade Sean Payton to whichever team gives them the best package, I don't see that. They're going to trade Sean Payton where it's reason- a little bit reasonable for both sides, but also do right by Sean because they're all buddies and they don't want to hurt any feelings. And sure. So I, I think at some point I'm going to have to get on Mickey Loomis's case too because this falls on everyone, man. Dennis Allen is the, the easy one to blame because he's a bad head coach and he asks for it, right? Just keep doing what you're doing. Bad day at the office. All these stupid sayings that he has that never helps the team. But I think Mickey Loomis, a lot of us have to start talking about him now too because this roster is poorly constructed and they're old and they're beat down and there's there's just not a lot of light. There's no light at the end of the tunnel, honestly, right now. And the body language is off too. And I hate doing that, man, because I hate talking about body language because like sometimes your body language can be bad and, and it's just a rough day. But this team for the last like month and a half, they look disinterested in games, and that, that is reflection on coaching. So that, that's all I got to say to open up with this, this podcast, man, and, and I'll get to your comments in just a second, but this is frustrating. This is so frustrating because 
They keep doing the same thing over and over and over again, and they lie to your face as if we are wrong and we're seeing something different. We're not, man. You're starting Andy Dalton and saying he gives you a calming presence, but he has a lot of turnovers, which is the knock on Jameis. I'd rather see Jameis at this point because at least he could throw you back into a game. Once you go down by 10 with Andy Dalton, it's, it's you know, good night, Irene over there. So that, that doesn't help. Your defense, your defensive head coach, your defense keeps getting gashed, whether it's in the passing game or in the run game. Today, it was the run game against a bad Steelers offensive line, might I add. You know, what does this team do well, man? What does this team do well other than be consistently inconsistent in terms of the win a game, get your hopes up, and then go right back to the shitter. They're in the basement of the NFC South, the worst division in football probably at this point. And if that's not an indictment on this coaching staff and Dennis Allen, I don't know what will be. So before I get into your comments, and I know you guys are probably going to say the same thing, I just want to reiterate, there is no scenario where Dennis Allen should be the head coach next year. No scenario. Because the idea that they rip off, what are they, three and seven now? Rip off seven straight wins? Let's, let's relax. They can't win two straight games. They're going to win seven. So... Get that out of here. He's won back-to-back games once in his career. A sign of a good coach is being able to string consistent wins together and find something that works. He can't find anything that works. He does find things that doesn't work, and he keeps going back to that. So good for him on that. All right. Let me get to whatever comments you guys have in here, and we'll get this thing going. As you can tell, I'm in a delightful mood today. I'm very, very happy about the direction of this Saints franchise. Pottyman27 says, deep ball picks to Kevin White with Quez on the sideline. Why? Oh, so that was during the game. Yeah. Um, yeah, that look, that, that was, that's why I left, right? Every go, go to down, like do or die situation. The saints were giving it to players that it shouldn't be their decision. Honestly, like Kevin white game on the line. Do you trust him running a QB sneak behind your backup O line? That's not great. So that falls on coaching. And, and obviously the execution is going to be bad when you dial up a shit play. X says, I'm glad we're losing this bad. It's what it'll take to get DA fired mid season. I don't know, man. Will it? Will it? Like, look, I would love for on the broad, you know, while I'm I'm live streaming here, we find out that DA gets fired and I I just have like a, you know, shocking reaction. But I don't know, man. I I really don't know if this game is going to be enough for him to get out of there because this Saints team, this is the reality of him. And again, I'm not trying to rip this franchise to shreds, but we got to be truthful right now. This Saints team is scared to make mass changes. They like their little bubble because it's easier for them to stay in that bubble and because, you know, Dennis Allen was down the, down the hall from Sean Payton's office and he was his number one suggestion. I don't care who Sean suggested for head coach, man. He's gone. This team is far gone with, with Dennis Allen. And I agree with you. Would I like to see him get fired? Yeah, even midseason. And you guys know very well I am not a fan of midseason firings because I don't think it does much. But you know what? This team looks so lethargic right now. They're playing with no energy. I think Dennis Allen getting fired would actually give them something to play for towards the end of the season. And at least someone would be accountable because when the Saints players make mistakes, we know they haven't been held accountable because, you know, Captain Cleanup over here, all he does is sit there on the sidelines with that that blank look on his face. Proxy Agni says we should get fired. Dennis Allen trending. Look, I'm not going to get it trending because I don't want to, you know, make this uh, a a big issue here, but I know someone will get it trending and I'm not going to blame you guys for, for getting it trending. Saints trying to get points in the fourth quarter is like a college student slacking off, but finishing an assignment at the last minute before it's due. No, because at least you still get graded for that. And it's like a, a grade that doesn't really 
it's not really fraudulent. It still counts towards your GPA. The Saints get these garbage time points and then try to say, well, we have the number five ranked offense in yards. Get the fuck out of here. The offense is terrible. The defense is, is just not good. Uh, it, it's just all bad. Realm Feed says, I'm genuinely convinced that I, a 19-year-old college student who plans to be a coach one day, can game plan offensively better than Carmichael. Also, I learned I would lean, I would learn how to chew some ass out and be a coach. Keep doing what you're doing. What kind of Pop Warner bullshit is that? That's my least favorite thing about all this. I've said, like, if you're not an emotional head coach, you're not an emotional head coach. But be be good when you're speaking to the media, right? He's not great at that. He hides injuries just like Sean Payton did. And he doesn't inspire you on the sidelines if you're a player. He just doesn't. And like I said, the one time the Saints responded with a lot of energy was after Alvin Kamara had that locker room speech after the Cardinals lost. So if you take that out, if AK doesn't rip them to shreds, who's going to be that go-to guy that's going to hold everyone accountable? And the fact that it's not the head coach, and I said it at the Arizona game, and I got yelled at this for it on Twitter because I got told it's normal for, for players to have locker room speeches. And I didn't disagree with that. That wasn't what I was going for. What I was going for was this team needs their running back to step up and hold everyone accountable because the coach isn't doing it. That's what I was going for. So, yeah, Alvin Kamara's speech, it lit, it lit a fire under the team for the Raiders game, and then they went right back to the same habits. And it's not on Alvin Kamara to keep everyone on che in check. That's on the head coach. And look, I'm not at the practices. I don't know what he's doing, but it sure looks like he's not doing a lot because they are not learning from any mistakes. you know. And all three phases right now, not great. Not great. You know, special teams been terrible this whole season, for being honest. Uh, it's, it's just tough, man. Red Joseph says, explain why Pete, public enemy number one, Carmichael, didn't put in Taysom for fourth and one. I give up with the Taysom thing. I give up with the Taysom thing. I give up. I give up. Th this team knows that when they call the right plays with him, it works. They know that offensively speaking, they are a better team when he touches the football, and yet they don't mix up their game planning for him. They don't, they don't because they're a stupid coaching staff. You went into that Ravens game and Dwayne Washington had more carries than Taysom Hill. And then you went into this game and you decided, ah, maybe it's not that important to get Taysom Hill the ball. So we let him throw it once and we let him run it three times. What the hell is that? What is that? Like at some point, man, as much as I get aggravated about Dennis Allen and boy, do I get aggravated about Dennis Allen. Pete Carmichael's just as bad. You just don't get as aggravated because we don't have to see Pete Carmichael step up to the microphone in the podium and then say some stupid bullshit like it was just a bad day at the office. Buddy, you've had seven bad days at the office now and only three good days. Come on, man. Like, no one wants to hear that, but I agree. Pete Carmichael, and to what you guys are also saying on here, it's a coaching staff problem. Some of you guys are saying it's a joke. Some of you guys saying he's going to get fired. I, this one cracked me up here. I would say what it's going to take, but I don't want my account banned. Um, look, I don't know if he's going to get fired. I don't know. if I can't say in good faith he's going to get fired at the end of the year. Now, if they lose out, I think he has to. But I really, I really mean this. The Saints are afraid of change. And if the Saints fire Dennis Allen and the next coach they bring in sucks just as bad or is worse, I'm not even going to get mad about it because you're not going to lose anything getting rid of Dennis Allen. You're not getting rid of the one that got away. You just want him to get away. He's not the one that got away. You just want him to get away. So... I wouldn't be I wouldn't be mad about it, but just make some change. Have the balls to make some changes here. They keep watching the same story over and over again. Cooler Beat says, third time this season, turning the game off early. I never do that. This team is unwatchable. This season, it's a waste of my time. 
Look, man, I mean, I, I'm watching them because I don't want to come on here and then just start spewing shit without watching the game. But I don't blame you guys for, for feeling that way. What, what have the Saints showed this year for you to feel like you need to invest all three hours in the game? I'm waiting because there's nothing. There's nothing that they've shown, man. And I, I think at this point, they, they lose the Rams game. Now we get to talk about how many losses they end up having this season because they're going to get boat raced by the 49ers because Kyle Shanahan against Dennis Allen defenses historically, oh my God, he takes him to the woodshed and he'll do it again in two weeks. So if you lose that Rams game, I think you lose the Niners game. Then I think you lose the Bucks game. Like this thing can spiral big time. And maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's a good thing. If it means DA is not coaching this team next year. Saints, uh, Saints out fired Dennis Allen, trade Sean Payton for at least a first rounder. Yeah, I mean, that, that's the dream right there. That's the dream, but we'll see what happens. Michael says, the Camaro usage is criminal, only has three touchdowns this year and doing nothing to try to get our best weapon the ball. Yeah, that's, that's the part where I say it falls on Pete Carmichael, right? Eight carries for 26 yards, three, three, recep uh, three receptions for 19 yards. So you thought today, in a game that was 10-10 for like about two hours, that it was a good idea to only give Alvin Kamara 11 touches. Like, get the fuck out of my face with that shit, man. I, I don't understand what the Saints think sometimes. Or maybe they don't think, and then I should give them a pass about that. But Alvin Kamara's usage, terrible today. This team doesn't know how to use Taysom Hill. They, know, they don't know how to use Rashid Shahid. I've said that a million times, and I'll keep saying it. They do not know how to use Rashid Shahid. You know, they, they, the first two games, this kid has a touchdown on his first reception and first carry. And then they go, ah, maybe we don't need to get in the ball. That's good enough. Good job, coaching staff. Good job. Bayou Boys 504 says, first Dalton pick should have been defensive PI, and the PI against us, the Debo, was bullshit uh, too. Playing bad enough, don't need them helping our opponents. Look, I don't disagree. I thought the PI on a Debo was really bad, but they're undisciplined. They didn't stop the run today. They didn't convert any crucial third and fourth downs for their offense. They didn't force any turnovers on defense, and then they had two turnovers of their own. So, like, how, how do you win? How do you win with that formula? And I'm not blaming you, by the way, for making that comment. I actually think, like, in the grand scheme of things, in terms of that turn, uh, that PI, yeah, you're probably right. But how do you win when you do so many things poorly? You can't. You can't. And they don't go back to the drawing board. And I'm telling you from now, if they come out against the Rams flat again, you have no choice but to fire DA because the players aren't responding. You know, I remember when the Nets fired Steve Nash, the first thing he said and the GM said, and look, there's a lot of reasons why I got fired. And I want to go into the whole Nets thing. But he said, the players are not responding to me. Does it seem like the players are responding to Dennis Allen? Just from, from your point of view, I think the answer would be no. So that, that's where I'm at with all this. Clearly, you guys are at this too. Some of you guys are saying he's done. Aaron asking if anyone checked in on me. I'm good, Aaron. Heartbeat's fine. Blood pressure through the roof. We're good. No, I'm kidding. Um, look, I want to make this very clear. When I get animated on here, I mean it, and I, and I do feel that way. Like, I, I want Dennis Allen to be gone. I think the Saints team is probably the most embarrassing Saints team I've seen since, I would say since the way the 2013 season ended for, in the regular season for that Saints team, because that Saints team started like 5-0, and and then they just embarrassed themselves late in the year. But even then, they made the playoffs. This team has embarrassed the, the fan base time and time again. They've embarrassed themselves, and that's just frustration. But I promise you, man, when, I, when this mic gets turned off, and this, this stream is over, I'm just going to try and go enjoy the rest of my day while thinking about other things. But I do mean this. Like I, I really think that this is the most frustrating Saints team that I've seen in a long time. Uh, and I know that a lot of you guys are going to talk about firing Dennis Allen and 
See some of you guys getting the hashtag going in the chat. So, uh, yeah, that's where I'm at. This comment right here I want to pull up from uh, Bayou Boys 504 Good comment here. Thank you for that, for that submission. Lions just won back-to-back games. The Lions have the same amount of wins as the Saints, man. And I'm not saying Dan Campbell is some great head coach. I am not going to go that far. But he's won back-to-back games now. And Dennis Allen, once in his career, has won back-to-back games, has not won back-to-back game with the Saints this year. And if he's going to do that as soon as possible, it would be in Week 12. Because he'd have to win Week 11 and Week 12, obviously. That, that's, that is a big determining factor, like an indictment on how bad your coach is if you can't win back-to-back games. And that is, that is where we're at with Dennis Allen. How embarrassing is that? The Bears started looking better. The Lions started looking better. I told you, man, the Giants are not a talented football team, and they are winning games because of good coaching. That helps out. It's a bad team, man. This is, this is a bad Saints team. And we'll see today. Who knows? Maybe Jeff Saturday will look like a better head coach than Dennis Allen after one game. I mean, I doubt it, but you never know. You never know. More fire Dennis Allen. More fire Dennis Allen. I feel like I'm starting a revolution here. I don't know if I want to be responsible for this. I don't know, man. Kelia Diggs says, the most unmotivated, undisciplined team in the league right now. They do look unmotivated, absolutely. And undisciplined, like I said, they're penalized 10 times. And that was a theme of the Raiders' Dennis Allen-led teams. So who does that fall on, right? If Dennis Allen makes the same mistakes in, with the Raiders, he's not making the same mistakes with the Saints, what's the common denominator? It's clearly him. And to this point, this is why a lot of you guys, I mean, I'm, I'm just going through these comments right now. You guys just, and I don't blame you, but a lot of, a lot of fire Dennis Allen comments. Uh, you know, you guys talking about Winston. I've said this many times. I'll say it again. The Saints do not have a franchise quarterback on their roster. That being said, the fact that Winston is not starting is just like an insult of all insults to just th- this this team and what they want out of their quarterback situation. You want a game manager? You want a calming effect? Is it very calm that Andy Dalton throws a lot of interceptions? Is it very calm that once this team goes down by two scores, they got no shot of coming back? Andy Dalton, in games that he has started, One interception, no interception. Three interceptions, no interception. One interception, two interceptions. How how are you going to win like that, man? He's got seven picks this year as opposed to 11 touchdowns. That that is not the game manager stat line that you expect to see. So I agree, man. They should should get Winston back in there. Harvick says, I'm going to New Orleans for the first time in three years. I was looking forward to the Saints game a few weeks for uh, for the Rams. Now, I don't know, birthday weekend about to be ruined, LOL, fire DA. Well, see, your birthday weekend wouldn't be ruined if they lose because then that kind of pushes the narrative of firing DA. But at the same time, no one really wants to go to the Dome and make that trip and they lose. So I'll be wishing good luck for you, and we'll see what happens there. But uh, yeah, man, try, try not to let that ruin your birthday. Max says, can we just highlight your harsh reality tweet real quick? No first, no QB, no head coach, et cetera. Look, man. I know, right? Like, it's easy. If I come on here and I start saying this stuff, it's like, oh, here we go. Like, doomsday propaganda and whatever. I do not want to be some type of doomsday guy. I, I really don't. Like, I, I am genuinely, by nature, a happy person. I, I usually go about my business. I'm usually all smiles. This team has no franchise quarterback, no head coach, no first-round pick, an aging defense, aging offensive players with on contracts that you can't get rid of a medical staff that's now been in question twice this season. Do I stop there? Do I stop there? Chris Olave, great bright spot. Pete Werner, great bright spot. Marshall Latimer, when he's healthy, an elite corner. Uh, 
Alonta Taylor had a horrible day, but maybe you got something there. Trevor Penning, who knows what you got there. Ruiz has stepped up. McCoy has stepped up, but now he's injured. I'm running out. I'm running out of like great things to say, right? Like this, this team has way more negatives than it has positives. And the negatives that it does have are the ones that you can't afford in the NFL. You look around the league today. Name me a team that is good right now that has an awful head coach or an awful quarterback. You can't name one. But who's got an awful head coach and an awful quarterback? The New Orleans Saints. So, I mean, again, how do you expect to win games? And I know Eric here talks about every game being winnable. I agree, Eric. Every game for the Saints this year has been winnable. But you know what they find to do? Just like bad teams, find ways to lose it. Good teams find ways to win games. Bad teams find ways to lose games. The Saints are on the negative side of that spectrum. And whether you watch today when it's 10-10, I mean, that whole third quarter was 10-10. No momentum after you scored 10 unanswered and you get the ball back to start the second half. You go back to the same bad habits. You pin the Steelers at their own two-yard line and you let them go down the field and get a field goal to take the lead. Then you have your turnover. That results in a touchdown. Then you get stuffed on fourth down. Then you get the ball back. Then you turn it over again. I mean, enough is enough with this team, man. It's incompetent. It's concerning. Um, it's just all bad. It's all bad right now. Caleb's saying, I think they're all too close in the front office to make any major changes. I 1,000% agree. 1,000% agree. It is, it is one of the biggest problems with this Saints team. They are so afraid to make changes. So afraid. Get rid of this coaching staff. The Sean Payton era was fucking awesome. It is over now, though. It is over. He's going to take that show somewhere else. He'll probably be really successful. Good for him. It is over, man. Find someone else. Find someone else to run this team. Find someone else, man. Michael bringing up a good point here. We look good against the Raiders because Payton was at the facility that uh, that week. It was probably his game plan. A lot of people say no. A lot of people that I trust said that's not the case. But you know what? It starts to be real suspicious, right? That Sean was in the building, stopping by, talking to some people, and then all of a sudden the Saints have their best game. And then he's gone, and they go right back to the gutter. So this this is tough, man. (laughs) Joe Weenie. Uh, great name there. I hate that this is the first year where I'm checking out of games now. You're not the only one, man. And and you mentioned the 79 seasons, how you could watch those years. You could, right? Because, A, the offense was was really entertaining, even though they were bad. And it was Drew Brees and Sean Payton. And, and you always thought, like, hey, maybe they can they could squeak out a win somewhere. This Saints team goes down 7 nothing, And I'm like, oh, well, we could pack it in for today. And I'm not even joking. That's the funny part. Like, I'm not even joking about that. The Saints, when they went down 10 nothing today, I thought this game was over. Now they did come back and made it 10-10 and then sat on 10-10 for about 45 minutes. But it's it's just all kind of bad, man. All kind of bad. Rehire Brady as OC. I, I assume you're talking about Joe Brady. Joe Brady's an interesting one, right? I, I didn't think the Carolina Panthers tenure went well, but nothing went well in Carolina. I think he deserves a second chance. Don't know with who. Maybe with the Saints. But even then, you're bringing back another guy from the Sean Payton coaching tree. I want them to move on from the Sean Payton coaching tree because everyone gives Joe Brady a lot of credit for the LSU thing. But Joe Brady had Joe Burrow, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, an offensive line that all got drafted, like Damian Lewis, Lloyd Cushenberry. Thaddeus Moss. I mean, he was loaded in talent. So I'm not saying your idea is bad, Troy. I just, I, I don't know. Like, I'm so on the fence about is he a good player or not? 
I mean, good coach or not. So th- that's where I'm at with that. But I, I think he would be an interesting hire. I just, part of me doesn't want them to keep going to the Sean Payton, you know, well, because I'm, I'm kind of over this whole era. I want them to move on. It's, it's, it's over right now. Eric says they're wasting the career of Alvin, Ryan, Marshawn, Demario, Cam, et cetera, embarrassing to watch. Well, the, the, the latter, Demario and Cam, unfortunately, I feel that, that their careers at this point, at this stage, they probably are wasted in terms of, are you going to win a ring on the Saints? That's not going to happen. I think Alvin's got a little bit more juice left. Ryan and Marshawn definitely have juice left. But to your point, you do feel like you're, you're starting to, um, starting to kind of, you're starting to run these guys down. And it's, it's very unfortunate. Red Joseph says Mickey Loomis legacy absolutely been bodied this season. A lot of people's reputations have been bodied this season and Sean Payton's stock just goes through the roof because he's not there. And you realize, Oh, he was, I mean, we already knew he was kind of the, the secret sauce to the saints, but yeah, man, it, 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 I think he's the guy that benefits the most out of this. Cause look how good he looks that he leaves and this thing goes to shit and kudos to Dennis Allen, right? In 10 weeks, he burnt down what Sean Payton built. So congrats on that to DA. Uh, it takes a real, real bad coach to figure that one out. Michael says, I don't understand why we got rid of our young talented starters like CJ Garner Johnson, Marcus Williams for older players like Matthew and May. I don't get it one bit and I don't get it even further because this team told you they were in on continuity. They were in on running this thing back and that two key players from last year's secondary were in here. And again, I say it every time and I mentioned it with John Hendricks and we kind of cracked up over this. At least I did. Garner Johnson and Marcus Williams have more picks by themselves than the Saints do as a team. Marcus Williams by himself, by the way, hasn't played in a month because of wrist injury. He has more picks than the Saints. And Garner Johnson was leading the league in interceptions coming into this week. So great job uh, by the Saints there. Great job. Do you think this record in coaching staff will make Cam or Demario retire early? I don't think so. I I really don't think so. they love the game. They're great leaders. They're Ironmen, which I think is the best part about them. They do not miss games. And the fact that they've been able to do that their whole career is just a testament to their work ethic, their preparation, uh, how they train, how they recover. I, I want to make that very clear. Today's a day where it's going to be a lot of negatives. But Cam and Demario, just from a career perspective and what they're still bringing to the table, they're still two great players. And uh, it sucks, right, to see that guys like them, at least in a Saints uniform, won't be able to go out and ride off into the sunset a winner. But they, they could go elsewhere in a couple of years from now where the Saints can figure this thing out by next year, although that's going to be tough because I think this team has a lot of changes to make, but uh, it is pretty unfortunate. It really is unfortunate. Chris, with no first-round pick, what do you want the Saints to do come draft time? Well, I mean, let's see what happens with the Sean Payton thing, what they get compensation-wise. I thought they should have traded Marcus Davenport at the deadline. They decided not to. Thought that was stupid. Could have got some picks from that. Um... I don't know, man, because like they need a quarterback and they need, I think, a better um, defensive line at this point. But I, I don't, I don't know what you're gonna be able to get, right? Because the second round picks historically at the quarterback position, not great. So I, I really don't know. I really don't know what the Saints are gonna do there. But I, I'm very curious to see how the offseason plays out. Because what do you do at quarterback? Is it a free agency move, or do you wait for the draft and draft a young kid? I, I really don't know, man. I wish I could answer you. This team's got so many issues right now. I feel like it's so early it's so early in terms of talking about what they're going to do in the draft because, again, no first-round pick. Don't know how the board's going to shape out in the second round, and, and that's kind of tough. Davis asks, who do you think would be a good interim head coach if DA gets fired? I, I really don't know who would get the interim job. Maybe Darren Rizzi. 
I say that because Darren Rizzi was a candidate for the head coaching job. So I would say Darren Rizzi maybe gets would get the head coaching job, uh, the interim coaching job, if Dennis Allen got fired. But we know the Saints guys. They are a very play it safe. We're we're gonna we're gonna you know play it by the book. So I, I don't think I, I don't think that they're going to um, they're going to fire Da midseason. But if they did, Darren Rizzi would probably be the guy that the Saints go to. Alexa says, I honestly don't think they will fire DA. They have, they'll have so many excuses. Yep, built-in excuses, man. And they had a lot. They have a lot of them. They could say, well, Jameis wasn't really the quarterback we wanted because we tried to uh, trade for Deshaun Watson. That didn't work. And, you know, we had so many injuries. And Cut me a break, man. Like, get rid of those. I don't want to I don't want to talk about it. Troy, now how the Saints are playing, should we uh, should we kept that QB from Notre Dame and played him? I'm going to be honest, Troy. Um, interesting, interesting question. I mean... Sure, if you want to say, yeah, could you play him and see if Ian Book develops? But I think Ian Book was never going to be a starter in the league. Maybe develops into a solid backup, and if if he does, that's great because you could make a damn good career as a backup quarterback. Chase Daniels done a great job in that category. Um, but I don't really think that would make a difference. I think this year, if you're going to play anyone, it was to play Jameis Winston and figure out if he could figure if he could get it going. And didn't play well, got hurt re-aggravated the injuries, played through it more, looked even worse. You know he's still banged up, so this year just feels like a complete wash at the quarterback position. He says, so 3-14 and 14 incoming, fire DA and possibly Pete Carmichael too, then uh, then what do we do? I don't care. I do not care. I mean, obviously you're going to look at some of the hot candidates on the block, going to look at guys um, like, jeez, uh, I'm drawing a blank right now. Dorsey from the Bills, you probably look at a Danico Ryans from the 49ers, uh, maybe a Mike Kafka from the Giants, but that might be a little bit too premature. You know, Eric Bieniemy, I'm sure we'll get a head, uh, get a coaching call from them. Frank Reich, I'm sure we'll get a call from the Saints. I, I don't know who they would hire, but those would be guys that I think the Saints would have interest in. Banner says, Mike Trippa just compared this to the 2005 season. He's definitely right. What sucks is how cloudy the future is. Yeah, it's, it's the harsh reality thing, and I hate saying it, but like, this team does not have a lot of answers. They got a lot of issues. Do not have a lot of answers. So that's that is where I'm at in this one. And I, I really wish I could give you some type of optimism, guys. But I, I'm not going to lie to you at all. Uh, I, I don't think that's going to work. Tyron Matthew, we're just not a good football team right now. Well, he's not wrong. He's not. I mean, this is a bad football team. Bad football team on every corner you look bad football team Aaron says tough loss and hard to watch but good to see Jarvis Landry out there one positive it is yeah that look if I'm going down the bright spots of this game I'd say Jarvis Landry coming back was a bright spot I thought Caden Ellis made some nice plays in a full-time role which is which is really good to see a big fan of what Caden does I think that the the defensive line really came to play you know we talked about it earlier uh, in the show but you know, you look at guys like Anyamata, guys like Malcolm Roach, guys like Carl Granderson, uh, Tano Passigno. They, they came to play. They came to play. I thought Chris Harris made some nice plays, but still lost, right? Again, I don't want to blame this game on the defense. Hold them under 200 passing yards, but the run defense was bad, and then the offense, just bad turnovers. Didn't really sustain any momentum, even though you built some. So um, just all bad right now, if, if, if I'm being honest. And, and we'll kind of see what, what happens from here because I think that one more bad loss, curtains, curtains on, on, on DA, and I hope that's the case. I hope it's the case. 
Justin Formu says, no chance DA puts Jameis back in after that Mike Triplett article drop. I thought about that, right? Like, I don't think Jameis Winston is a definite starter next week because of that. Like, and I'm not blaming, I'm not blaming Jameis for doing the interview, and I'm definitely not blaming Mike and, and Nick for putting that up because that, that is outstanding work uh, for NOF. So, I, you know, they're doing their job, and Jameis felt like he was doing his. But Dennis Allen's also going to feel like he's doing his, and he'll probably, if I had to imagine, try to ride this thing with Andy Dalton for another week until the brakes fall off again. But, you know, yeah. Troy says, was the Jameis interview that bad? It wasn't that bad in the sense of like he, he ripped his team. But look, he was honest. Shouldn't have played through the injuries. Thought he would get the starting job back once he came back and was ready to play. And neither one of those happened, right? Because he played through the injuries and got hurt even more. And he didn't get the starting job back. So I, I think in the grand scheme of things, it's not a great look because I think if you... If everyone's on the same page, that interview never comes out. But if Jameis is frustrated, why not? And that's a great outlet to go to because you know they're going to get the reporting done correctly and you know that they're going to put it out in a in a professional manner. So I think that, um, you know, interview-wise, I don't think it was a bad interview, but I think for DA, if his ego is that bad, yeah, sure, I could see him not playing uh, Jameis because of it. D. Granger says, man, the Saints are done for the season. Them dudes know they can't win. That is for sure. And that kind of goes with this comment with this team is effing shit. And uh, a lot of more people talking about firing DA and I agree. And it's kind of where we're at, man. That's kind of where we're at. I see more comments here. I'm going to try and get towards the bottom of these real quick. Don't fire DA. Don't fire DA. Don't fire DA. Maybe the Saints will do the opposite like they always. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, maybe I should go out on Twitter and tweet the Saints should keep DA because sometimes I jinx things. So um, maybe the reverse jinx thing will help us out here. So we'll kind of see what happens. We'll see what happens there. Bonus says Chris Olave really needs to stop taking the hits he does. Not like he can control it, but we've seen career ends like that. Yeah, look, that that is actually an interesting thing to bring up. He took two hits today that were pretty nerve-wracking, and he's taken a bunch before. And I think that's kind of part of it's the price you pay when you're a deep threat like Chris Olave. The other part, you know, the throws too, you get in precarious situations where you get hit hard, kind of falls on that too. I would be devastated if, you know, he has an injury that puts him out for a, lot, a while or maybe career-wide. That would be horrible because A, great player. B, potentials through the roof. But yeah, I'd I'd be lying to you if I said I don't get nervous when those hits happen. And it's happened twice now this year where there are huge hits. And I, I really hope we don't have to worry about that because some of them over the middle of the field, whatever, but the two that he's had are towards the sideline. That concerns me. Uh, that, that's a great comment to bring up. So we'll see what happens. Another solid performance by Alante while Debo looks like he's still trending backwards. Maybe he needs Marshall on the field to push him. Yeah, look, I actually thought Alante had his worst performance so far of the year. I'll have to go back and look again, but I thought he missed a lot of tackles again. thought he was getting very handsy and getting beat. I'm not worried about it, though, because, again, rookie cornerback. Steelers got good receivers in George Pickens and Deontay Johnson. And, again, like, Alante showed me more good than bad, and I think that's, that's what you're looking for. So, yeah, after, as for Debo, Debo's been bad this year. Very disappointing. I think for Debo, who knows, man, maybe next year, recalibrate and figure it out, but this has not been the year for him. What was the article? So you guys are talking about the article um, that they're referring to. Uh, Mike Triplett from New Orleans Football spoke to Jameis Winston. They kind of went over the whole injury thing, and Jameis Winston admit, like, he thought he was going to get his job back, and he didn't get his job back, and it's, it's almost weird that he didn't because it's not like Andy Dalton's done anything impressive, and the Saints aren't winning under Andy Dalton anyway. So he thought he'd get it back, didn't get it back, Still banged up, but says he's healthy enough to play, which means like he could tough it out, obviously. 
And and to your point where you guys talk about this kind of article never comes out during the Sean Payton era, I really don't think it does. And, and I think right now we've seen Alvin Kamara admit that there were penalties in practice that went unaccounted for. James Jameis just did this interview, and I'm not blaming anyone for that. And then Michael Thomas just called out the, the medical staff today. All these things are coming out in year one in only 10 weeks under Dennis Allen as a head coach. Imagine if this thing just keeps spiraling out of control. Uh, it's embarrassing. It is, it is utterly embarrassing. But anyway, guys, I, I don't know how many times I can keep saying it's embarrassing without kind of like weighing down the fact that this team needs to make changes. So I'll do like two or three more comments, and then I'm going to let you guys enjoy the rest of your Saturday. Uh, Sunday, I don't even know what fucking day it is now. Uh, let you guys enjoy the rest of your Sunday. But yeah, the, the message stays the same, right? Dennis Allen should not be the head coach. P. Carmichael is not a good play caller for this team. This team has a lot of issues. And I promise you, if he comes back next year, we are going to have major issues. Should Taysom Hill start next week? Look, I, I think, I mean, if Jameis is healthy enough to start, I think Jameis should start. But if Jameis is actually not healthy enough to start, yeah, I would start playing, you know, I would start playing Taysom. You're not winning anything with um you're not winning anything with, with Andy Dalton anyway. What the fuck does it matter? You know? So I would play Jameis if he's healthy enough. If he's not healthy enough, then I would go with Taysom. But we'll kind of see. The other problem with the Saints is they have a coaching vacancy this offseason. It's not going to be an attractive vacancy with a long rebuild on the horizon. Yep. I I said that a couple weeks ago. I said Whoever gets this job, this is this is not an appealing job. I'm sorry. It's it's not an appealing job. No first-round pick. No franchise quarterback. Aging veterans on this team with big cap hits. Does that sound like an attractive job to you? It doesn't. So, again, this is, this is why they had to get it right this past offseason. Because I think this team still had enough talent this year to win a lot of football games. I did. So... We'll see, man. We'll, we'll see what happens. But to your point, doesn't look like an attractive job. Fred says, Dalton is 2-5 as a starter. Reminds me of last year when we stuck with Trevor and kept taking L's. Yep. But you know what? That team, they still won nine games. They still won injuries and all won nine games. This team, in order to win nine games, are going to have to finish the season 6-1. and one. And that is, that is just insulting. It's embarrassing. All, all of the above. Troy says, my prediction, DA will come back next season, but if the team still plays like this next season, he'll be gone. I agree with that. Like, I had to make my prediction, money's on the line, I'm gambling here. That would be my prediction as well, Troy. I think that the Saints will probably give him another year, and if they start off like horrible again, then he's out. Um, it shouldn't be the case. He should be out, period. But that's what I kind of think is going to happen. Kamara has to be traded this offseason for draft capital. Hate to say it, but... I think they should consider it. Uh, I love Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara is the heart and soul of this year's squad, for sure. He's been the heart and soul of a lot of years' squads. But something you consider, I hate that it's going to be a cap hit, but look, like, not going to win right now with him anyway. Lob City says, I want the OC from Philly. Maybe start tasting for a year while he finds his QB to run the RPO system. Look, I, I get what you're saying, but if that's the case, if you're the Saints, start trading away, guys, if you can. See what you get for Sean Payton. And if you get enough from Sean Payton and you could use your second round pick, which will be a high second round pick this year, that might be enough to move up and get the quarterback that you may want. If you're going down that road and you say, hey, you want to go with the Eagles offensive coordinator? If that's if that's what you want. And I think it's, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. I know it's first name Shane, but if you want to go with him as your OC and run the RPO, 
then yeah, then 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 I think you can kind of go for your guy. Um, I think Kamara can get you a second round pick and something else back. I think Sean will get you at least a second round pick. So you may walk into next year's draft with three second round picks. You can package that shit up, move up, get a quarterback if you want to kind of go that route. Jess says, that's the last time I get up at 5 a.m. this season. Embarrassing. Yeah, I, I would suggest you stop doing that just for your mental. It'd be a not worth it. Not going to lie, I accidentally slept through this game. Unfortunately, uh, it looks like I made the right decision. You definitely made the right decision. If I could have slept through this game, I would have. That third quarter was the most dull quarter of football I've seen in a long time. Uh, so, yeah, you did not miss shit. Some draft suggestions here. Trey Kamara go draft Gibbs from Bama. I see some similarities with Gibbs, actually. I actually tweeted a couple times this year. Um, if everything hits for him, that's who I think he could be. Bayou Boys 504 says, the sad thing is, it seems like the front office doesn't have a plan for the future and is just trying to wing it. That isn't the sad thing. I think that's the realistic thing. This front office, I don't know if they got a plan. The only good thing we could say is if Trevor Penning plays well this year, then the, if, when he returns, because he's going to come back at some point this year, then the Saints have three players going into next year who are going to be second-year guys that have a lot of potential with him, Taylor, and Chris Olave. Other than that, what did the front office do well this year? Math, uh, Tyre Matthew didn't work. Marcus May didn't work. Jarvis Landry's injured and old, which is unfortunate. So, yeah, it, it is. I, I really don't know, man. I hate being so negative, but I, I don't know. I don't trust this front office. I sure as hell don't trust this head coach. But anyway, guys, I'm going to wrap it up here. It's been a fun vent session for everyone involved. I, I think for the Saints, next week, I mean, I, I would fire him. I wouldn't even let him back on the plane to go back home to New Orleans, but clearly he's going to. But next week, man, get ready to move off from DA if this continues. I mean, you should be get ready, getting ready to get rid of him anyway. But if you lose again, push him off the ledge while he's already there in terms of walking the plank because th this is a team that has no heart right now, no energy, no direction. They got no head coach. And that, that, that all those kind of words that you're looking for, the energy, the heart, the direction, you look for that in a head coach. And I think Sean was so good at it. And I think Dennis Allen is so bad at it. And that, in a nutshell, 2022 New Orleans Saints. But that's going to do it, guys, for this edition of the Straight Up Saints podcast. As always, I thank you guys so very much for leaving your comments, for listening, for tuning in. This has been a really tough year. It's getting redundant now of me coming on here and saying something has to change, but nothing's changing. And I apologize, but again, you know, it's nothing I could do about it. This is this is just this is what's going on with this team, right? Sloppy, not looking good, no offense, a lot of turnovers, a lot of ugly. And and I just hope that at the end of this year, we could all come back on this live stream and have a little bit of a celebration that maybe they made the coaching change that they need to make. And and until that happens. I think that we are in for dark times for the Saints. Once they do that, then you start the process of being able to get back on your feet. But I don't know when that's going to happen. And until that, and until that happens, I'm going to be pretty disappointed with this franchise. So we'll see what goes there. But again, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Please enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Don't let the Saints ruin your mood. And be back, I'll be back next week for another edition of the Straight Up Saints podcast, the destination for the Houdat Nation. To the Straight Up Saints podcast.